learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, leadership empowerment for women of color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Crystal and Carice Millen, also known as the Millen Twins. Crystal Millen has her master's degree in early childhood education from Northern Illinois University with a type four certification, a special needs endorsement, and a postdoctorate with a certificate of advanced studies in curriculum and instruction with an endorsement in ESL, English as a Second Language, from National Illinois University of Chicago, Illinois. Crystal works with children and families for the city of Chicago currently for 10 years now as an educator to the children of her communities and as a mentor and supervisor to the up-and-coming future teachers. Crystal has a vision of the world where people learn to respect, accept, and embrace the differences between them and the core of what makes life so fascinating. Crystal is the author of There's Power in Your I Am, as well as Thoughts Become Things, and also the CEO of I Am, You Are, Perfectly Imperfect, LLC. Her job includes inspiring people from all walks of life to live their dreams while helping women, men, boys, and girls to live theirs. Carice has her master's in teaching, learning, and assessments, and her postdoctorate with the Certificate of Advanced Studies in Curriculum and Instruction with an ESL endorsement from National Lewis University of Chicago, Illinois, along with her bachelor's in early childhood education from Northern Illinois University. Carice works with children and families for the city of Chicago currently for 10 years now as an educator to the children of her community and a mentor and supervisor to the up-and-coming future teachers. Carice's vision is to empower others to embrace themselves for who they are as being perfectly imperfect. Carice Millen is the author of There's Power in Your I Am, as well as Thoughts Become Things, and the CEO of I Am You Are Perfectly Imperfect, LLC. Her job includes dedicating herself to helping everyone live their dreams. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with the Millen Twins. So Crystal and Carice, I read your bio and I'm impressed by your knowledge and experience in education. And I love your vision for the world and your efforts in bringing that vision to life. So kudos to both of you for that. Thank you. You are so welcome. Yes. Okay. So Crystal and Carissa, I'd like to thank you for taking time to be my guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Awesome. Thank Thank you so much for having us. We're We're so excited. Good. No problem. Okay. So now let's talk about leadership. I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Crystal and Carissa? Yes, I definitely agree. It might take time for people to understand or to figure out how or to pretty much decide the definition of what a leadership is. But I believe that everyone is a leader in some form or fashion. And it doesn't matter which occupation you are in, but there is a leader in everyone. Okay, thanks for that. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? 
Okay, well, back in 2015, I'm saying back in like it's a long time ago, but three years ago, <laughs> about August of 2015, is actually when we were given the vision to start our organization called I Am You Are Perfectly Imperfect. And within that, we give the gift of help. So we believe in being transparent. And when we realize that being transparent and telling our stories and pretty much showing people that you don't have to start from the top to build your dreams or for your dreams to manifest. And when we realized through the transparency and people were seeking help, they were asking us, how do you do this? When can I do this? Can I meet with you? And we, when we realized that we were able to help others, that's when we realized that we were leaders. That is awesome. And I totally agree about that transparency and how it helps other people to believe in themselves and walk in their light as well. So thanks for that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Crystal and Carice, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? I would say the code of leadership is to, and we say this with some utmost respect, you can't share everything with everyone. So being a leader is protecting your vision, your dream, your dream. And then once it manifested, then you can allow the step or show others or display to others what God has given you. So our goal is to protect your vision first, protect what God has given you. And then once God has given you those steps, then you're able to implement or to produce what God has given you so that you can give the different steps or process of what people need to do. Okay. Yes, I like that. Yes, and oftentimes just being premature with information can cause things not to go your way. Yeah, so that's very important to know when to share and when not. Yeah, because a lot of people don't understand sometimes where you're coming from. And then if you're prematurely, like you said, telling them, oh, I'm doing this, I want to do this. And and their thoughts or their negativity can jump onto that because they don't see what you see. And then at the same time, it can alter your vision. You start, you know, people, oh, you should do it this way or you should do it that way. And it's like, wait a minute, wait, you confuse me now. I don't know which way I need to go. (laughs) So it's good to just keep it private and protect it and then come out with it. And then when they see it, they're going to be like, oh, wow, I would never thought it that way. Of course, because it wasn't your vision. And then once it's time to be able to help others, then you'll be able to specifically say, these are the steps we took. Because you didn't allow so many people in your ear to change what was supposed to be produced. Yes, I like that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic yeah. view. But Crystal and mm-hmm. Chris, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? Well, for me, this is Carice. Well, for me, I wouldn't consider it a failure. It was a lesson, but it was something that I had to go through uh, when I went through depression and also suicidal attempts. So in the eyes of others, you know, people are like, oh, she failed this and that. But I feel like that was a lesson and that was something for me that I had to go through to show that you are worth it, you are valuable, no matter what you go through, no matter the obstacles, no matter how hard it is, you can make it. So I don't look at things as failures. I just look at it as a lesson learned and it helps you get through your journey. It helps you get through your, you know, to your dreams and it makes you even stronger. And that's how our organization was produced because my sister and I, 
we both dealt with depression and things of that nature. But the reason why we dealt with it is because we were focusing on being people pleasers and, and making them happy and forgetting about our own happiness in which if we're happy, then we can help others to be happy. But our focus was, let's make them happy. We got to do this and do this and do that and realize that like, everyone's not for you and it's okay. And the people that are supposed to be around you and surround you will be there for that season and whatever season they're supposed to be in. So we learned to not be people pleasers, but to make sure that we love ourselves first. And then we can do what we're supposed to be, what, what we're called to do. Exactly. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes. And I totally <laughs> can relate to that. You know, you definitely can't pour from an empty cup. So you definitely have to take care well, of yeah. yourself first. Yes. And I think you may have answered this with your answer to the previous question, but I'll just throw it out there. You know, if you have something different, can you share one okay. time that you failed as a leader and what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? When we failed as a leader, I would say not managing time Sometimes because we like to say yes to everything, and when we have to speak at certain things, and we you have we just have to learn time management, and we, we can't be at every place at the same time. So, well, we I guess we wouldn't call it failure, but it, it was a challenge, and it's because we want to help so much. We believe in the gift of health and just helping, helping, helping that we were starting to tear ourselves down and, and making appointments or saying, oh, we'll be there and won't be there. So we would consider the failure as not being able to show up to certain things. And that's because we were trying to do everything for every, you know, program or event. And I think that's what was one of the issues that we were dealing with was the time management and realizing, okay, we're human. We can't do everything. So as leaders, we have to make sure we still have time management, still be organized and everything that we do. So that way, we won't break promises or we won't break, you know, make sure we're there for when people are asking us to be there, but making sure our time management is there. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes. And that is very important. So thanks for sharing. Okay. So Crystal and Curry's, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? Sometimes I feel it's harder because a lot of men, of course, get a lot of attention and, you know, a lot of men, no, I'm, I know this is for men, Crystal. I'm talking about for me. For for women, I feel like it's harder because men get that attention. They People seek men first because they feel like they are, you know, higher than women. You know, but I guess it, that could depend on what the situation is, certain events, like, you know, it, it depends on that. But I think a lot of men, people will seek out men first for leadership roles. That's just like on a job. They will look for a man before they will look for a woman. So I think it, it is hard in a sense. And this is Crystal. I think that it is. I also think that it's harder for women because as women, we tend to compete with each other. Right. And we don't realize that there's enough room for everyone to be a leader because there's power in numbers. So if we come together to become leaders and leaders of and, and world changers, we can make a bigger difference. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that it is, it is harder as women in leadership. Yes. And thanks for that. I totally agree with you. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to embrace mm -hmm. other women and show that it doesn't take anything away from you. It actually adds more to you when we embrace exactly. each other. So I totally agree. And I appreciate okay. you for saying that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Many mm -hmm. people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Do you have any productivity yeah. tips to share with our listeners? Definitely build your time management skills. Make sure you set time or set a time where 
whatever you're working on, whatever you're working towards, you have that time to plan. It's very important to plan. Also, to write every single thing down. Whenever you have a vision or a dream, write it down, make it plain. So that way it also helps with preparing and getting ready for your next move and not telling everybody what you're trying to do. <laughs> That's the number one. Again, we're going to say that again. Yes. Not telling everybody. <laughs> if you don't but walk away with anything, anything, walk away with that, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it's also, we have to tell some people it's okay to take a break. And we know that social media is like, like the thing to do. That's the networking, that's the marketing. But sometimes it's okay to take a break and say, okay, let me regroup. Let me check my calendar. Let's see what we want to do here. You know, have a plan. So it's very important for time management and having a plan. So that way it increases the productivity skill. Yes, yes. And I like what you said about regrouping as well, because I think that sometimes it's left off of the plate when it's needed to have the energy and the strength and the follow through to, to get where you want to go. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Crystal and Carice, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us what the takeaway or the outcome that you learned was? For us, I can say every event that we have, when we see that person smile, like when we have our domestic violence awareness event or feeding the homeless, clothing the homeless, creating a closet for domestic violence survivors and just seeing the smiles on their faces. And, you know, it, it just warms our heart and we don't expect anything from people back. You know, it's just knowing that if we're able to touch one life, life, then we know that we have done our job. And I think that within doing within the organization of giving the gift of help, it shows us that pretty much we're doing what we were supposed to do. Right. And we really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So we thrive off of making sure that everyone is getting what we're supposed to be giving them. You know, so if it's food, if it's clothes, if it's resources, resources, if whatever we can get, you know, we're still learning. But within that process, we have people coming to us and just say, I just want to hug. I just thank you for this event. I just need to see a smile. Or, you know, it, it's genuine and we're not doing it for the highlight or we're not doing it for, oh, look at the million twins. Like, no, we, they have to beg us at our event. Our team has to beg us to say, can you guys come up here and say something? We're like, no, that's okay. You know, you guys, you like to stay in the back because we're not there for that. You know, we're definitely there and truly are there for the people that we're really here to help. So we've definitely been blessed. And people steady reach out, you know, I have more clothes to give. And, and we go, we make sure we go get it so we can give it to the homes that we're connecting with. So to see that people throughout the year, even when the event is over, they still want to donate. They still want to connect. So it definitely, it's been a blessed year. It's yeah. been blessed three years. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. All right. So Crystal and Carice, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and how you've implemented it into your life? Stay true to yourself. Never let what one says, you know, what can I say? Never let one say anything negative to you and you take it to heart, you know, because in the industry of being an author or having a, your own business or a leadership, somebody's going to always say something and always tell people if they nail God, Jesus to the cross, you can for surely take words from people. So just don't even pay attention to what people have to say and just move forward with your life and do what you have to do and do what God has called you to do. And also not to compare yourself to what someone else is doing. Right. You know, everyone, we can all be unified, but one organization may be doing one thing and another organization may be doing something different, but there's still a way to unify 
to make a difference in the world. So you don't have to compare and say, oh, they're doing this, and then you're trying to run and go do what they're doing. No, do focus on you. Focus on what you want to do. Plan on what you want to do. And that way, when it's time, things will start to flow. Your resource will start to come. So if we always say, if it scares you and it makes you uncomfortable, then you're in the right place. Right. <laughs> yes. I so love don't that. be so content. Don't be content. It be okay with the uncomfortability because that means something great is about to come. Something greater is coming. I totally agree. That's that's one of my mantras. Get comfortable yeah. being uncomfortable. Exactly. exactly. Yes. All right, ladies. So you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? All right. We did it. I'm so <laughs> excited. We're so happy you have us here. Awesome. <laughs> Yes, it was my pleasure having you. So I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Sure. So we have our website, it's www.imurperfectlyimperfect, spelled out, dot com. Once again, our website is www.imurperfectlyimperfect.com. And on there, you'll be able to see our social media info and where to follow us for the upcoming event. We have amazing events coming up, some basketball tournaments in regards to stopping the violence and hooping it out. Uh, we're having another Feed the Homeless and Close the Homeless. So if you go on that website, you'll be able to see the different events that are coming up and finding ways to donate. We collect gently used clothing and socks and whatever you can donate. We are, we're very appreciative for it. And you will also find our clothing line there where you can purchase it and as well as our books that just came out. One just came out this January. So yeah, you can purchase that. That's it. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. That's awesome. Thank you again. I really enjoyed this interview with the Millen Twins. I love the Millen Twins' desire to touch lives by giving the gift of help. The Millen Twins truly thrive off of giving to others, which can be heard by their words and seen with their actions. Giving back is important for leaders and allows you to affect change for the causes and organizations that align with your passion. As the Millen Twins stated, they get the most joy knowing they have helped others and touched lives. I admire the Millen Twins' stance on privacy and protecting your dreams and vision. I agree that it is important to keep things to yourself and your immediate circle into the appropriate time of disclosure. I understand it is natural to want to share your excitement with everyone about everything, but I do not consider it to be wise. As a successful leader, it is important to know when to share and with whom to share, as everything is not for everyone and there is a time and a place for all things. I can relate to the Millen Twins' battle with depression as a result of being people pleasers, as this has been a pain point for me in the past. I love the quote, you can't pour from an empty cup. This is so true. As the Millen Twins stated, you have to love yourself first, then you can do what you're supposed to do and be who you're supposed to be. It's easy to lose yourself trying to please others, and unfortunately, the results are not pretty. You have to be true to you first and foremost. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. My takeaway for this week is the importance of time management. This is something that I battle with at times. 
I desire to do so much, but realistically, I have to be aware of and respect my limitations. Knowing when to say no to myself as well as others is extremely important as to not overextend myself and make commitments that I cannot keep. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend trainings or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. If you decide to take me up on my challenge, I would love to know about your key takeaway. If you care to share, please go to my blog on NicoleWalker.net and leave your comment under the section for today's episode, which is Leadership Empowerment with the Millen Twins. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.